There is a dimension beyond which is known to humankind. A dimension of sound and sight of mind. A dimension intended only for mature audiences, and exists solely as a form of entertainment, without intentions of education or societal enrichment. It's, it's, a, it's a podcast. It, it's what you're listening to right now. It's a podcast. It's a podcast we call Lore Folk. Welcome back to Lore Folk, a podcast where we riff on all things paranormal. I'm your host, Aiden Kidd. And I'm your other host, Maddie Barr. Aiden! That's my full name now. Maddie Barr Aiden. I changed it. Like Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. I see. Aiden. Yes. It's June. Yes. It's Pride. Yes. We are, as the kids say, the gays? Yes. And our agenda today <laughs> yes. is to do a really good episode of our comedy podcast together. Yes. I was trying to think of a bit like, which cryptids do you think are gay? But I think they all might be. Here's an official statement from the two experts in all things cryptids. All cryptids are gay. Except for one. You figure it out. I have a quora. For us today here on the podcast, I don't know who it's from because Quora's weird about who is asking questions. I have no idea who's saying this. Is there any evidence to suggest that a Sasquatch would be intelligent enough to wear a coat for warmth if they came across one that would fit at some point during the winter months? Is that the whole question? (laughs) That's the whole question. Okay, well, first we got to break down the correct... The, how do you wear a coat, honestly? I mean... On your... Aunt Maddie, what do you mean what wear a coat? <laughs> no, 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 conceptually, the purpose of a coat, what? To keep you warm, to protect you for fashion, perhaps. And, you know, you could put it on your legs and it'd keep you warm still. Maddie, what the fuck are you talking about? There's two fundamental questions in this question, I think, that they're getting at, which is, do you think that Bigfoot could figure out a coat? Like, if he'd never seen right. one before, if a person who was who was in a cave and only saw shadows of stuff saw a coat for the first time, could they figure out how to wear it correctly? And then second question is, do you think Bigfoot has the instinct to see something like that and be like, mm, yes, me Bigfoot use material for warmth in winter? And thirdly, how hard did Bigfoot wreck Plato's shit when he stopped to reckon with the fact that he was looking at shadows on the wall? Right. Bigfoot uh, was wearing a coat and he busted into that whole cave and he was like, hey, stop that. (laughs) I'm putting an end to this. I'm putting an end to this and I look great. I'm wearing a nice bomber jacket. Look at me. I'm Bigfoot. (laughs) I got my varsity jacket on and I'm here to kick your ass, Plato. I mean, yeah, I think Bigfoot, I think any creature could figure out that you could use something to keep you warm, right? Like in nature, animals take shelter from stuff. I don't think there's anything as particularly warm and soft as a coat just out there in the world. But yeah, Bigfoot could probably figure it out. Yeah, and assuming it looks nice. Right, I mean, maybe, I feel like maybe this person has been trying to test it out. And at this point, Bigfoot has walked by 
so many coats that they've just left sort of suggestively draped on a tree and they've come to the internet like do you guys think bigfoot could figure this out or am i wasting my time maybe you just haven't picked a coat that bigfoot wants to wear yet he's got discerning taste (laughs) when it comes to jackets he is a master of fashion and he isn't going to settle for less yeah it's gucci or nothing you said master of fashion and for some reason i pictured project runway but with only cryptids yeah (laughs) Fucking coming soon. (laughs) And Tim Gunn walks into the workroom and it's like a bunch of monsters. He's like, Mothman, how are you doing? (laughs) Uh, You have to trust yourself. You grew up in the forest. (laughs) I can't even do like a Tim Gunn voice. But the idea of him like... (laughs) encouragingly putting his hand on the shoulder of a cryptid just fucking cracks me up. You gotta make it work. And Mothman is just like... (laughs) Fuck, and the models would be like, I love Nessie. She's just so sweet. Like, what a designer to work with. It's just like thrashing around and destroying the entire (laughs) place. Oh, God. Nessie can't breathe. And she's just like breaking everything and dying. She just keeps advancing because Nessie keeps accidentally like smacking things around and in like a cartoonish style, they like flop together to make the perfect dress every (laughs) single time. How does she do it? How many, what's the crossover? What do you think the Venn diagram of people who listen to this show and watch Project Runway looks like? Uh, I think maybe it's two different circles. Yeah, Maddie. One of the people making jokes here about Project Runway has never seen it. That's me, by the by. I've never seen a single episode. Uh, I just know that gun guy's name, and I know he says something like, make it work, or something. That's my full context. Yes. Now, hold on. Back to the question at hand. Yeah, sorry. I got distracted. (laughs) It was a worthy distraction. Is, I think something that we need to address that I love about this question (laughs) is that it's very clearly written by someone who wants to give Bigfoot a jacket because they're worried about him getting chilly in the winter (laughs) months. Like, I love imagining there's this, like, grandma writing on Quora, like, do you think he's okay out there? Out in the cold. My grandkids told me about this Bigfoot guy, and I just feel like he's out there in the cold, and I feel bad for the guy. My son Daniel once got frostbite on his his fingies, and I want to make sure that Mr. Bigfoot is okay. But only if he wants to. I mean, I'll make him a sweater no matter what, but only if he's <laughs> amicable to it. My kids never call me anymore, and I just need an outlet of love. I love the- hold on. I love the idea of Bigfoot in his cute little sweater <laughs> fucking becoming friends with his grandma. I was just going to say, with your grandma, you finally come over to grandma's house for a birthday or a holiday, and there she is at the table with Bigfoot, and they're like cross-stitching together, and he's wearing a sweater that she made for him. And you're like, what the fuck is this, grandma? And she's like, well, he likes to spend time with me. It's my grandson now. Someone who can appreciate nature. He actually calls me, and he lives in the woods, so, like, it's 
murder for him. He literally just calls out for me loudly with his giant <laughs> lungs, and I can hear him even with my hearing aids. <laughs> That's what the Bigfoot calls are. They're calling yes. out to their grandmas. Oh, Every fucking. I'm so mad now. Every single Bigfoot show is like people out in the woods and they go, Whoop! and they're, they need to bring out a grandma and have her go, and cookies are in the oven. What's my grandma voice become? It's just like a shitty know. Adam Sandler at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cookies are dead. Uh, and then Bigfoot comes a running. There he is. He's ready. <laughs> and then he's like, Adam Sandler, what'd you do with my grandma? Maybe your grandma's a big Adam Sandler fan too. Here's so you walk in one Christmas is Grandma and Bigfoot doing cross stitching together. You walk in the next Christmas like okay I'm ready for Bigfoot. He's friends with my grandma. Whatever. And then it's Grandma and Bigfoot and Adam Sandler at the table, <laughs> and they're all chill and they're helping him. They're giving him feedback on his new comedy movie. Grandma has two new beautiful grandsons one of whom's very existence just so happens to discredit entire religious and scientific spheres. And the other is Bigfoot. And then Bigfoot starts wearing really, really big t-shirts. <laughs> and uh, basketball shorts. <laughs> oh my god, Bigfoot's finally like, <gasps> he can borrow clothes from Adam Sandler and they just fit him, you know? He doesn't have fit to him have perfectly. bespoke grandma sweaters made in the right size. He could just say, hey Adam, can you bring me another shirt? And Adam Sandler's like, ah, sure, I'm, I'm Adam Sandler. <laughs> Maddie, give me another take of your Adam Sandler voice for posterity. Yeah, I can do that. I'm Adam Sandler. <laughs> Hello, I am it's Adam me, Sandler. Adam Sandler. I am in the movies in America. I am in the Hotel Transylvania movies. Haha, <laughs> Jonathan, you are banging my daughter. It's brought it's been brought back. Have you not seen it? Yeah. It's been all over the fucking no, place. <laughs> Sorry, there's that one. <laughs> the, the crying sound of you in the distance. There's the one with his daughter. <laughs> I don't What are you saying? <laughs> I can't understand <laughs> what you're saying. There's a meme with, with what's her name from Hotel Transylvania and Rapunzel. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Where she's a lesbian. <laughs> Uh, okay and then i just saw a really funny one (laughs) okay so there's the sorry context there's the original comic what's what's the daughter's name from hotel transylvania i can't remember mavis (laughs) (laughs) the fact that you can't get a single word in is so funny to me it's her and rapunzel and she's anyway she's a lesbian and I saw a really funny one, and it's it's what's Johnny? Jonathan. <laughs> Is that the guy's name? Jonathan. Jonathan. And he, <laughs> <and> he said, <laughs> "It's not even funny." I mean, it's pretty funny. Anyway, he says he, he he's telling Mavis in a beautiful moment of connection his spouses. He says, "Oh, I'm actually trans. I'm a girl." And she says, "Oh, that's good because I'm a lesbian." <laughs> Just the picture from the original one, but then it has the picture of Adam Sandler, and it says, Haha, Johnny, you are my daughter, which is so sweet. <laughs> it's so kind. 
Anyway, yeah, Bigfoot could wear a coat. Jonathan! Ad break! Ad break! It is me, Adam Sandler, in Hotel Transylvania movie! Here to bring us to the ads! Maddie, tell the people how you can be banging my daughter! <laughs> you can bang Aiden's daughter on Patreon! <laughs> <laughs> we have a Patreon! If you want more fresh content like this, you can go join us there. We got three different tiers, uh, and for a certain amount of money per month, you'll get fun extra bonuses, like animations early, video, everything early, a- Aiden's animation process. You get access to all the music uh, that I so lovingly wrote on GarageBand. <laughs> Uh, and a bunch of other stuff. So go check it out. And also you support us and make sure we can keep doing the show. Making more Hotel Transylvania jokes. <laughs> so, yeah. And also go to the YouTube channel where we have a variety of videos, including yes. an exclusive podcast only over on YouTube because Spotify was heckling me for money and Apple Podcasts was being a real sourpuss. So it's only on YouTube. It's called It's Not Easy Being Greenlit. It's a show that we're doing with our dear friend Nathan, who we pitch movies to, but they're Muppet movies specifically. Adaptations, perhaps? Yes. In fact, they are. We only adapt books in classical literature into new Muppet movie musicals. Go give it a bajillion views on YouTube to really stick it to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yes. Just for do it out of spite for me, please. It's the best reason to do anything. By the time this episode comes out, the first two episodes should be up. And uh, episode two is my favorite. Give a sneak peek, Aiden. What What did you do for episode two? What did you pitch? Oh, I, I remember it so well. In fact, no, actually, I do remember. It was Frankenstein. I pitched oh, Muppets yeah. Frankenstein. That's that was good. what that episode was. And you pitched. What did you pitch, Maddie? Let's see if you remember what you recorded fucking three months ago. I asked you because I didn't remember what I pitched. (laughs) You're a hubris. You're a fool and a charlatan. And you're begging my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Aiden, give us a fucking... You know what? Actually, hold on. Stop the podcast. I had a realization the other day that there might be people out there who skip... This isn't... You don't actually have to stop the podcast. People who skip the ad break. People might skip this because they're under the impression that we do real ads and then they <laughs> skip this. And the entire time they've just been missing more of the podcast because we have mislabeled these bits as ads. Anyway, Aiden, give us an ad. All right. Give us an exclusive ad for only for people who listen to the ad break. Hey, it's me, Greaseman. You know, of the grease. I'm here with my big grease fire gazebo over in Central Park. I'm selling tickets to watch the fires blaze. Come on down. You know, it's me, Greaseman. You know me. I was born in the grease. 
a woman threw a cheeseburger at a rat to defend herself, and I was born from the horrifying mixture of bile between rat and burger. And now I'm here in the Central Park, and I'm lighting the fucking gazebo on fire in protest of the LaGuardia for not letting me get those anti-ants. They don't let me in because I made a grease and I slop up the floor. It's like, what am I supposed to do? So come to my grease fire of the gazebo. Uh, give me your money. Uh, evil school for wizards who want to learn about magic crime. What's easier than a bank heist? A bank heist with a gun. But what's easier than a bank heist with a gun? A bank heist with magic. Learn to teleport one enemy inside of another. Inside of a gun! Yes! And you can shoot the people like bullets and it'll really freak <laughs> them out! We've got all sorts of nasty magic here. Put people in guns, I don't care. Come to our prestigious academy and learn firsthand how to do evil magic. No cover-ups, no rules, and no moral dilemmas. Just dive right into that evil stuff on day one. Come to Evil Wizard School for Wizards who want to learn about magic crime today. That's the full title of the Academy. <laughs> you gotta write it down. It's physically impossible to do that voice without wiggling my hands around the entire <laughs> time in like a eh kind of fashion. <laughs> Aiden, I have a question. Say it to me now. This is a personal question. This is a, oh. it's Maddie's Cryptid Queries. Whoa. What? You say that like we have segments and that this do. is not just an amalgamation of bullshit. <laughs> what is the most mundane curse you could put on a person? Here's an example. Just, oh, off the top, perhaps a curse where some, every time, you go onto your iPhone to set a timer for something. You scroll to the correct amount of time, and then you think you hit the start button, but you don't. And then you put your phone down, and then 40 minutes later, regardless of what time you set the timer for, you look at your phone like, hmm, it feels like it's been more than the amount of time that I set my timer for. And then you discover that you didn't actually set a timer. It's just sitting there unstarted in your phone. And you've done this like 10 times in the past week. Because I'd say that's a pretty mundane curse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was that ending? This is happening to me, Aiden. I've been cursed in real I life. <laughs> All right. You're venting frustration. I have Maddie, set that is not the point of the so podcast. So many timers on my phone. No, it has to be a curse because I'm not forgetful. My fingers work with my touchscreen, but I swear to God, short, short timers, long timers, anytime I've tried to set a timer, I've gone to do it, and then I put my phone down, and then I realize that it didn't start the timer. And it can't just be me. It has to be a curse. So I ask of ye, what is another equally mundane curse that I could place upon whoever's cursed me? A uh, curse of flip-flops. Do you not like flip-flops, Aiden? <laughs> Regardless of the person's footwear, it will always sound like they're wearing flip-flops. So there's always that fucking clap slap 
bullshit, the most annoying sound in the world going on wherever they go. And they have to live with that no matter where they're walking. What about if they don't have shoes on? Barefoot, nothing. It doesn't matter. That sound, it's like how sp- whenever SpongeBob steps, it makes that funny <laughs> <He> squeaky <laughs> sound. That's what this person, curse of SpongeBob shoes, if you want. But that's more okay. fun than annoying. Yeah, SpongeBob's noise is too lovable. But flip-flops. Yeah, there's a quirkiness to it that's endearing. Could you imagine if they tried to work out like on a treadmill or something? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then when they're wearing flip-flops, guess what? It's... Oh, oh. Out of sync. <gasps> no. Yes. Ooh. Because they would, t- you know what? That's good. Because they'd hear it, well, all their other shoes, and they'd think, all right, fuck it. You know what? I'll lean exactly. in. And they go and they buy a pair of flip flops and they walk around the store. And it's one of those shoe stores that has like those little tiny mirrors, like really short ones. So you could just see your feet. Mm-hmm. Weird vibe off of the foot mirrors. Anyway, they're walking around and they're looking and they're like, am I going crazy? Like, what? And then they keep walking around the store. It's not even, like, on the offbeat. It's, right. like, a super slight it's delay. It's just delayed. And just like, enough for you to notice and it to drive you insane. Is there a, is Excuse me, ma'am. And she's like, hi, I work at Foot Locker. Is there a delay? Is there buffering on this foot mirror? And she's like, <laughs> what? Get the fuck out of here. Freak. You're that shit. You're that freak. fucking flip-flop guy. You're glitching out of the Matrix. You can't be here. You make me uncomfortable. See, that's a good curse because other people, it affects everyone. Anybody who's in the vicinity of this person, especially when they're wearing flip-flops, is going to be like, am I losing my damn mind right now? It's annoying to you and it's annoying to everyone else. And so they will excommunicate you from society. I'm going to put this curse on someone and all. They're like, God, how could you do this to me? How much longer must I suffer? And then me, real life, me, Maddie, in the real world, I'll say, oh, I'm just going to curse you until this timer I set goes off. (laughs) (laughs) The timer will never go off, dear listener, because I didn't hit the start button, even though I did. Anyway. Yeah, because that bit required a previously on lore folk. <laughs> I just... I did it twice today. Today! In the same day, twice! Okay. Most mundane curse, timers, flip-flops. Anything else? Any fleeting no. curses you have in the rattling in the back of your no, mind? No, I think actually it's time to end the podcast. Oh, shit. Maddie, why don't you give us a little outro? It, it, that it was lore, folk, and you just listened <laughs> to it. <laughs> um, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. Happy June. Happy Pride. Pride. Um, don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Support us. Follow us on Patreon and YouTube. Rate the show on Apple Podcasts. There's two ratings there right now. There's two reviews, and I have them committed to memory because every now and then I'll go and check if anybody else left a review on iTunes, and it's just those two people. So if you'd like to join the hallowed halls of my brain, uh, you can write something there. That would be fun for just the two of us. And uh, you tell I already said tell your friends, tell your friends, uh, and have a great day, <laughs> Aiden. And if you have any uh, questions or anything or something you want to submit, we're looking at places like 
Quora and Reddit for things to talk about. If you want to take a deep dive and send these kind of things to us, you can send them over to lorefolksubmissions at gmail.com. Just, you know, fucking put whatever information about yourself that you want you, your name, your pronouns, all that good shit. And if you have a cryptid, I don't usually ask for cryptids, but if you've got like a real local one that I wouldn't have heard about, give me a shout, you know? Because there's only so much on the cryptid wiki <laughs> and what I can find in the beautiful Americana of cryptids. So hit me up if you got something local that you want us to talk about. Aha, Maddie, you're ending my podcast.